Hello, this is Pastor Lynn Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. And I have a word today is March the 5th, 2023 called Table Turner. Amen. That's right. Table Turner. Amen. So get your Bibles as we study the word of God. Mark 11, 15 through 17. And they come to Jerusalem. And Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. Now, if you were in the service today, I took a chair and and turned it over rather loudly. Amen. <laughs> to make a point here. 16. And would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Amen. Jesus is a table turner. Why? He came to the holy city Jerusalem to worship. He expected to see people praying, but what he saw was the wrong spirit in the temple, a trap of the enemy. See, sometimes like the word says in Ephesians 4:26, you have to be angry and sin not. Jesus displayed to everyone there that he was upset about the way they were treating the house of God. And in his authority, He saw people just walk through the temple as a shortcut to carry anything through it with no regard for the sacredness of the holy temple. See, Jesus has seen enough. He was not some bully, but a man of many sorrows, the word says. So seeing the temple overran with thieves and hustlers, it made him angry. No, Jesus is not that gentle-looking man on your grandmama's wall. He is a mighty God, full of power and might. Amen, somebody. See, we have to be the same way. We should be angry when we see the wrong things manifesting in our churches, manifesting in our homes, manifesting in our schools, and manifesting in our streets. Take authority over it. In Jesus' name. Why? Because Deuteronomy 32.30 says one, just one, can put a thousand to flight. And two, ten thousand. What are we doing? Men and women of God. I'm talking to you today. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you love the word of God. Because that's the only thing you're going to hear on Pastor Lynn's uh, podcast is the sermon and the word of God of God that he gave me. Amen. See, it's more than one of us listening today. This is why we gather to be strengthened and strong. Jesus took his authority over them and he has told us to do the same. See, we would do greater works because he has gone to the Father. Amen. We are men and women with authority. And we, as John 14, 12 says, Verily, verily, 
truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believe on me, the works that I shall, he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. See, money changers at the entrance of the holy temple? This was not the only time we see our Lord Jesus taking authority. There's many verses that speak to that. So, but I want you to say with me right now, it started in the garden. Amen. So with that, go to Genesis 3, 23 through 24. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden Eden. Talking about Adam and Eve messing up, right? To till the ground from whence he was taken. Stop right there. Our God took Adam from the dirt, the dirt, the dust of the earth, and created him in his own image. And now he's told Adam, okay, so now dirt, go and tend to the dirt. Go and till the ground from which you came from. Mm-mm-mm. See, verse 24, he goes on. So he drove out the man and he placed at the end east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, if you and I saw a cherubim, we would fall at his feet as dead. I believe these cherubims, we can't even imagine outside of what the Word of God tells us, how big they were, how fierce, and how obedient they were to protect the tree of life. Amen. And not just them, but a flaming sword which turned every way. So in other words, it was moving like, oh, you want to go, you want to go north? I'm turning north. You want to go south? It's turning south. It was no escape from the judgment of God on Adam and Eve. And it kept them from the way from the tree of life. They had no more ability to run to the tree of life because that was not theirs any longer. But thank you, God, for Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm going to go on here. So you want to make God angry? Sin. Sin. See, people have huge ministries, and we're a smaller ministry right now. (coughs) Excuse me, because I know God has called me to nations. And so it's not about the size. It's about the word that's coming out of that house. Amen. And a lot of these churches, I love everybody, but if you ain't speaking about sin so that your congregation and so you too, me too, can keep it right before the Lord God Almighty, shame on you. Shame on you. Mm-mm. You got to teach people. You know why you teach? Let me say this. The reason you teach people about sin is so they can repent. That's it. Because as soon as you recognize it as sin, then you can go to the Father in the name of the Son and say, Father, forgive me, for I have failed you. I have sinned. I have fell down in sin. And he is gracious and faithful. 
to raise you up and forgive you for your sin. So this, a lot of people feel like, I can't teach on sin because I'll lose people. You better teach it. You better tell the truth and shame the devil in Jesus' name so that people can repent. Now, I could stop right there and close this sermon down. But God gave me more to say, amen. But I want to really let you know that if you teach sin, you are teaching repentance unto the Lord God. Amen. Come on now. Praise him right there. Praise break. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So if you want to make God angry, sin. Adam and Eve sinned, disobeying God, and God drove out. See, God will remove people and things that don't fulfill his plans. He told us in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. See, we get concerned when people disappear, but God looks at the heart and the motive. We can't always see the motive of people. They may look like that picture we was talking about, sweet, holding a lamb or something, and be the devil himself or herself. Be directed by the Holy Spirit. That's why you need the Holy Ghost, because he knows people. He knows their heart. Now, this is what I'm getting ready to share now. The good Lord put on my heart to share with you. In my time of prayer and study, because he writes this, I just, I am just described. I'm just a ma- messenger. Amen. But God says, many of my people are going their way. They don't know me. They don't know what is according to my will. And they are the blind leading the blind. And they both fall in the ditch. I sent my Holy Spirit to guide my people where to turn right and where to turn left. But many are like lost sheep running away from me and the safe place. What will it prosper you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? This is what I saw entering the temple then and what I am seeing entering many churches now, going away from me and my ways. I will not always strive with man. I will turn them over to a reprobate mind, says the Lord thy God. That was from his heart to my heart to share to you today. So be mindful. Watch the way you're living your life, Christian. Amen. Okay. So who were these money changers? They came to overcharge the Jews that came to get animals for their sacrifices to God in the temple. They're similar to tax collectors in that they extorted money from their own people. They were seeking to profit financially from those that came to worship God and they didn't honor the temple of God. They wanted to just get the money and run. Aren't we to always honor the Lord our God? Amen. Haven't I want to ask you, haven't you ever been to a place of business and you were treated like you don't matter? 
but all while their hand is out, reach to take your money, but they may not even like you. They may not like your race. They may not like the fact that, you know, you're even able to come in their store and they can't stop you. They may not even like you as a person, but they're still willing to take that money. See, that's the wrong heart and that's the wrong motive. So today's versions of the money changers flood the airways still today promising to exchange your hard-earned dollars for blessings for healings in God's favor when it's all free when it's all free Jesus paid it all you got your Bible praise God you got the word of God and you got People like myself that will help to expound and teach you the word of God. There's many sources that you can go to that as long as it's on the will and the word of God that you can trust. Amen. So here they go. You can buy a blessing. You can buy some healing. You can buy God's favor for a suggested donation. They will supposedly Pray for you or promise anything you want. For another 20 bucks, they'll sell you a book about how to grab a hold of prosperity, health, or spiritual insights from God. And like the evils of the first century money changers, the practices of modern religious price thieves only help those worshipers who had enough cash to purchase their items. Mm. Many times our motives are like these money handlers. We come to church with strings attached. What is this going to cost me? What amount of time will I have to be at church? What is required for me to attend church? See, God is not in need of anything from us. We are the ones in need of him. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Because now we can go to the Father by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. We don't need the blood of goats and animals to purchase. Jesus paid it all on an old wooden cross dying for our sins. And I believe that was part of why he was so angry. They're taking these animals when I've come to die and be the perfect sacrifice for their sins. Oh God, you can't put a price on it. You can't. God is priceless. Jesus Christ is priceless. He is God. You can't buy God. Amen. So worshiping him is a duty for all people, the poor, the rich, and all those that love him. He is not a respecter of persons. I want to show you that in Romans 2, 10 and 11, it says, But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. That's us. For there is no respect of persons with God. Amen. So you want another example of Jesus from the New Testament? From another apostle? Okay. 
Apostle John 2, 13-17 And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. Now, if you had been in service today, <laughs> I had a whip and I began to sit down and fashion my whip. My husband, Pastor Kevin Rollins, is a playwright, so I had used one of his um, his um, articles from his plays, a whip that we use in his Christian plays, and I sat down, and like it says in verse 15, and when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen poured out the changers money and overthrew the tables and I took my whip and I start smacking the ground and say get out of here get out of here oh Jesus meek and mild yeah but he was angry because they did not honor his house amen 16 and said unto them that sold doves take these things hence Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remember that it was written, The zeal of thy house has eaten me up. Amen. I love these verses because the apostle John said Jesus made a whip. So, okay, I could get a whip. (laughs) Jesus was radical about his church then. And what makes you think he isn't now in 2023? Come on, somebody. Mm -mm -mm. Greater works. Amen. So what I'm trying to tell you, brethren, beloved, men and women of God, what I'm trying to tell you is that Jesus is going to clean up his church. Go with me to Malachi 3, 1 through 3. Behold. I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire. Like that flaming sword, y'all. The sword of the spirit. The word of God. And like fuller's soap. He gonna clean it up. Fuller's soap didn't miss nothing. You have to ask some old school about fuller's soap. I don't have time to talk about it on here. But I'm telling you, fuller's soap got it out. Got it clean. Amen. Amen. Verse 3. And he shall sit. Okay. Remember he I threw the chair on the podium today? Because God said he turned over the tables and turned over their chairs. Now he done took the chair and sat down. 
Amen, amen. That a preach right there. He sat down as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi. Who are the Levites? They were the priests. The priests, the preachers. The priests. And purge them as gold and silver. That they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness or in right standing with God. See, here is a good balance to these scriptures. I'm going to share the table we desire from the Lord. Psalm 23, 5 and 6. Thou prepareth a table, a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Hallelujah. I'm so full. I'm poured out. Amen. Anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, you got two good new friends. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house. Where? In the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God is on our side. We will live with him in goodness and mercy. He is getting all things ready. His table is prepared for you and me in the presence of enemies. See, nothing your enemies can do. But watch you receive the goodness of the Lord over your life. Stay in faith. The devil is a liar. Amen. God is pouring out his fresh anointing upon us. He is a good God. But he commands order for our daily lives. I pity the fool who would declare anything against our God. Because God is not mocked. Let the whole earth declare his glory. Amen. This is Pastor Lynn Rollins saying to you today that Jesus will turn it around for your good. Let him turn over the tables. Let in your life. Let him move some stuff out of your way. Let him move it. Let him move it. Let him move it. Surrender it to him. And he'll turn it around for your good. He's a table turner. Our God is an awesome God. In Jesus name. I love you. This is Pastor Lynn Rollins. Blow the trumpet ministries in Aurora, Colorado. God bless you.